It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Your Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On NHL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host from Locked On Avalanche, Chris Maselli. And with me today, filling in for Adam, who is busy covering the expansion draft from Locked on Islanders. Gil Martin is with us tonight. Gil, how is it going, my friend? Thank you for uh, filling in. Oh, thanks for having me. It's going okay. What a crazy 24 hours it's been for the National Hockey League. It's uh, nobody does it the way the NHL does it. And, and so I don't really necessarily mean that in a good way <laughs> because it's <laughs> like it's something that, you know, every NHL fan was, was looking forward to for a long time. Uh, and, it, and it didn't go the way that really any, anybody really wanted it to go. And I'm not talking just about the draft. I'm talking everything that led up to the draft. So We're going to break it all down. Uh, Obviously, we're going to be talking about the picks, uh, the the picks that stand out. Were there any surprises? And, you know, how can this Kraken team do? They have a lot to live up to. Everybody's going to be comparing them to the Vegas Golden Knights in their first season. And is that just uh, is that that too much to live up to? Can they do it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, So what what we're going to get to all that stuff. So uh, for, for me. I I was very vocal on uh, my social media page for uh, the Lockdown Avalanche page. I, I just was not happy all day long. And, and I went into the day very happy because I was looking forward to this. This is not something we yeah. get a lot. This is probably the last one that we are ever going to get in our lifetimes. And the, the reporters or journalists or whatever you want to call them, I have an, another strong word for them. Uh, <laughs> now, now, <laughs> I mean, they, they pretty much ruined it, didn't they? I mean, they're, they're putting up all of these, uh, the, the picks all throughout the, I shouldn't say all throughout the day within a solid, what would you say? Like an hour? We knew everything Yeah, by noon. We knew we almost knew the whole thing. Yeah. And it really yeah. just, and then when it did come time for the draft, it, there was just no excitement for me to watch it because you knew everything. So, I mean, and, and the crappy thing for us is like, we have to be on social media doing what we do. So it's not like we could right. just turn it off and ignore it. No, we have to do that. We have to interact with people like, and, and, and it, it went from a, a, a woke up, you know, with having an excited mindset. And as I'm recording this with you, I'm annoyed and frustrated. Where do you stand in all this? Somewhere in the middle. Um, I mean, on the one hand, it made, I mean, 
look, from a journalist's perspective, if you have that information, how do you hold it back? Right. Uh, you know, I mean, that's your job to report on newsworthy information that you can confirm and you can get. So, you know, for the reporters who broke the news, I can't say I blame them for doing it. Sure. From a fan's perspective, this was so anticlimactic <laughs> that the show itself was meaningless. Totally. And it just... And, and, and the production value on it was not so good either. There were a lot of mistakes and just awkward moments. Right. And overall, it was like they might as well have just like emailed it out. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Because that's what happened with the Twitter thing. Everybody knew there was no drama. There was no surprises. I mean, I mean, like just even take, for example, uh they revealed the uniforms and they had players modeling, you know, the uniforms. And one of the players who was modeling the uniforms was who the Kraken selected from the Islanders, Jordan Eberle. Imagine if nobody knew who they picked and Eberle shows up in the uniform. That's a moment, right. you know, that's a dramatic moment. That's something that fans of the Seattle Kraken and of the national hockey league could sit there and go, Oh my, look at that. I yeah. wasn't expecting Jordan Eberly and look at that uniform. It's really nice. Instead, it was like, oh, okay, I guess he showed up. You know, it was like <laughs> yeah. so uh. anticlimactic. It just it, it 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 just let's just say the moment was ruined. Now, look, as a podcaster, I was able to complete my Locked On Islanders podcast for tomorrow <laughs> earlier because I already knew who was picked. So it kind of helped me in that respect. But from a fan's perspective, all, all, all other you know, analysis aside, it was really kind of ruined. Yeah. Uh, unless you just wanted to know. If you weren't interested in watching the show and you just wanted the information, you got it seven, eight hours early. And, you know, maybe that's good. But if you really wanted to watch the show and be entertained, this wasn't it. Yeah. And, and I, I agree with you, to, you know, to an extent of, of it is the reporter's job. If they have that information, they're not just going to say like, well, I shouldn't report this. I shouldn't tweet this. I get it. So there's there's more things at play here than just the reporters uh, getting the information and putting it out. But do you think that the, the NHL didn't think it was going to happen? Why would you not? I mean, you can't you have them sign like some non-disclosure agreements and say like, look, like, no, I, we don't want this stuff out. This is our first moment on ESPN. Grant was on ESPN, too. But, you know, we want the uh, some ratings for this and the ratings. I can right. guarantee you took a hit because everybody knew. Oh, so why do well, we next tell, year it'll be, you know, what next I mean? year it'll be on the Ocho, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't get like. Because I can't, I don't think it was Eberly. There was somebody else that was there. I'm going through the names uh, in front. Of, I don't remember exactly who it was uh, that came out. I don't think it was Eberly when he had a, and he had a Kraken uniform on. But he checked into ho a hotel under a different name because he didn't want people to know he was there. And I think like by by noon on the East Coast, it didn't matter because everybody knew right. that, he, that he was going to be picked. Now in the NFL, I remember, and I think they still do this for the draft they asked guys like uh who, like chris mortensen and adam schefter please don't tweet out if you know a pick you know minutes before they're gonna announce it uh you know that roger goodell is gonna announce it can you just do us a favor and not tweet it out and they said yeah we'll do that because they want mm -hmm. that moment 
And this was so far beyond that. Like if the NFL, you said the NFL does everything like good. I think, you know, we, we were talking a little bit before the show started and you said, you know, the NFL has their stuff together and From a PR standpoint. Yeah. Why, why can't like, did the, do you think the NHL just didn't think it was going to happen? Well, I think the NHL, what they really have to do quite honestly is find out who leaked out the information and yeah. it's gotta be multiple people. I mean, right. they, because they had all 30 picks. I mean, <laughs> you knew somebody in the league office who was in the know leaked it out because, and, and, and I think, you know, it's almost like one of those investigations in, in Congress or the white house where you got to figure out who the leaker is, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and somebody, I, I mean, I don't know if head should roll, but somebody has got to be held responsible for the fact that this experience for the fans was completely undermined and ruined. And, yep. uh, you know, it, it, it just, it, let's just say that the, the league's thunder was stolen by the fact that this information was released early and the fans' expectations, like you said, you woke up excited. This yeah. was going to be a big day as a hockey fan. And it, you know, ended up being a bust because mm. there was no drama. You know, no. It, it's almost like watching... Uh, a game from 20 years ago on YouTube, you know, Hey, I know who wins. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the first thing that I saw on Twitter was uh, that, that they were not going to take carry price and that, right. that came out. And in my mind, I'm like, all right, well, that's somebody that they're not taking, but if they know who they're not taking, they must know who they are taking. And maybe minutes later, I don't even remember who the first player was that they said that they were going to take. And I'm like, is this really going to happen? And then one at a time, they all started just, it was like a floodgate was open and yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it sucks because in my eyes, that's what this draft is going to be remembered for. Not that we got names. It's that we got names way earlier than we expected. So yeah, that's where we're at. Um, all right, but let's, uh, let, let's hear from bet online and then we'll get into these picks and, uh, how did the Kraken do overall, but we're going to hear from BetOnline.ag. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all of that action at bet online, get all the latest news, odds, and info on your sporting needs, including baseball, basketball, hockey, UFC, MMA, and, Olympics. Olympics are here, man. I, I, are you yeah. an Olympic fan? Like you have to be an Olympic Olympic fan. Right? I am an Olympic fan. Oh, I'm a yeah. big Olympic fan. I hope Dude. they could pull these games off. I know. I know. I read somewhere the other day that it's still on the table to them for them to cancel the entire thing. And I really yeah. hope that does yeah. not happen. So uh, before the next pitch, head over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses and contest information. And when you head to the website, or you use your mobile device to sign up, you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code locked on betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils here. And let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no 
fees, period. I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. So let's get into these picks, Mr. Gill. Um, they didn't do the way that Vegas did it. If I'm wasn't there like there was no really rhyme or reason for the way they picked guys, right? I, I don't remember an order to things like they did with Seattle. I don't know. I, I don't remember that either. No. So for this, I mean, they went alphabetical by division. Um, so there was really no like first official overall. I mean, there is, but it was just because Boston starts with B. Um, <laughs> and uh, but, you know, we, we have all the names. So uh, any surprises for you? Well, let me ask you about your team. Like Eberly got picked, but weren't they going between a couple guys? I mean, when you found out it was Eberly, he was one of two that was expected to go, right? Right. It, I mean, Eberly and Josh Bailey were the two right, okay. bigger names of, of veteran forwards, top six forwards who were left unprotected. And uh, I, I was a little bit relieved. I mean, I didn't want to lose either one of them, but given the choice between the two, I preferred to lose Eberly just because I think Bailey has more versatility and, and a skill set that would be tougher to, to replace. Uh, plus there's an extra half million in cap space in it. If you, if they took Everly, but, okay. uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, as I think it's a solid pick for, for the crack and also, uh, he'll, he'll log first line minutes. He'll be on their top power play unit and he'll have a chance to probably play a bit more of an offensive system than what, uh, the Islanders play. So I think, you know, other than his plus minus, his stats should go up. I think Jordan Eberle, just okay. as a result of more ice time and more chances. All right. Who and who just across the league were uh, names that kind of jumped out to you? Uh, there, there were a few. Uh, you know, to me, some of these picks were really good, and uh, I mean, I, I like the pick of Vince Dunn from St. Louis. Um, you know, again, assuming that he's healthy and ready to go uh to me also yeah i mean there were there were a few really good selections jared mccann from toronto was was a solid pick i love yanni gord from tampa bay i think you know he he, to me is a solid two-way forward overall when i look at the at the what they did i i think the defense is stronger than the forward group a little bit deeper, yes. but, and to me, that's the way you should be building a team. So what, what about you? What are your thoughts about uh, how the Kraken did? What stood uh, out to you? I mean, overall, as far as, you know, head to toe roster. Yeah. Like what you said is a hundred percent true that defensively uh, they're going to be pretty solid. I think that, you know, you might have a difficult time scoring on them, but they are going to have a difficult time scoring for themselves. <laughs> Uh, exactly. yeah, you know, Gord is, is kind of the one that stands out on the forward end. Um, you know, and then they, on the defensive end and everybody kind of expected it, you know, they'd take Mark Giordano from Calgary. Um, I think the interesting thing with him is, does he stay there? He's got one year left on his contract. Um, and I don't, it's nothing that they're going to, you know, turn around and trade him right away, but 
where are they come trade deadline? And, mm-hmm. you know, he could bring you some value if you're not in it and you want to trade him uh, to get some draft picks or, you know, whatever the case may be. So I think it's twofold why they took him. Obviously, he's a great player. He's a good leader. And the, the thing going around with him is, do they do they give him the, the captaincy right off the bat? Or do they wait to officially announce a captain? Um I don't know. I mean, that that's a big deal for some people. I don't know. Like, I mean, Vegas waited a while before they anointed a captain. So I don't think Seattle is just going to draft uh, Giordano, give him a captain uh, title, and then possibly trade him, uh, you know, a few months down the road. But who knows? That's that's remains to be seen. Um, who were uh, some other guys outside of Gord and... Adam Larson, I think. Larson, yes. Yes, absolutely. Larson was a good, again, defensive guy. So, uh, and then they have some guys that you're, they're taking a, a good chance on, on the Rangers, Colin Blackwell. I think, yeah. I, I think yeah. he could be good. He's a hard, hard worker. You want guys like that on your team, guys that are every time they're going to go out there, put 110% out there. Like that's, that's what fans rally around guys like him. So Especially um, on expansion teams. Yeah. I mean, 100%. Uh, yep. Yeah. I, I, you know, you like guys like that. They're good in the locker room. They'll give you all out effort. They'll dig pucks out of the corners. You, you know, to me, for an expansion team, uh, you know, I, I think when, when, for example, the Minnesota Wild came into the league, I think they had 18 guys like that. Yeah. You know? yeah right. Like, yeah. They could all score 12 goals and 25 points, and they, and they all dug pucks out of the corners and worked real hard. So, yep. uh, you know, that, that you need guys like that on every NHL team, but I think especially on an expansion team. And, you know, the, the other thing that sort of crosses my mind, and, and it, it's really not a surprise after what we saw with Vegas, but just how different uh, the expansion draft process is now as compared to, let's say, when Ottawa came into the league and they were just dreadful their first few years Mm. because they had, you know, or San Jose, when they first came into the league, they really didn't have a lot to pick from. And, you know, you knew as a fan of that franchise that you weren't going to have a competitive team for three, four, five years. Now, you know, it's not like that. This is a team on paper, at least that can compete for a playoff berth in its first year. Uh, would I make it a favorite? No, but right. can they compete? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, they can. And I, I, and, and, you know, the other thing that we were talking about before we recorded and was they didn't announce any trades or anything or side deals that's happened, which apparently they will tomorrow right. or, or Thursday when I'm listening to this, uh, that was that odd to you that they didn't i mean because in vegas the vegas draft they did that there was trades going on all yeah. over the place and they were announcing them here they didn't do that it was this was just the players this is who we're taking and then tomorrow's another day and then we'll do you know uh, announce any deals tomorrow is that odd to you well, it's very odd especially when you consider that they leaked out who they were picking you think they could have at least leaked out who the trades were uh <laughs> but i yeah. guess they didn't try to do that I mean, to me, that's painting half a picture. And when you start to evaluate some of these picks as a fan, I want to know, you know, okay, so so they took this player, but did they get a draft pick for not picking a different player? Exactly. Uh, who who I thought maybe they should have picked. Uh, 
you know, I don't have the complete picture. And that's a little bit frustrating to me uh, as someone covering the league and as a fan as well. I want to know. So uh, to have the players leaked out and then to hold off the trade announcements for 48 hours is a little crazy. Yeah. Definitely. And isn't the, uh, the, the schedules being announced on Thursday as well, right? For the league-wide, I think the, the next season schedule is being announced on uh, the 22nd. I believe that's the case. So I, I think so. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. And that, that'll probably leak out as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, o- overall, like, it, it, I, I'm not blown away by this. It's not like you fear them or anything, but... Uh, I don't like you said the picture's not complete. I think we'll get maybe some some trades and and you know they have money for free agents and they can still sign free agents. So it, you know this this is you know their immediate roster, uh, but it's not done yet. And then we have the draft on Friday, so uh, we'll, we'll get a better sense of of who this team is in another couple of weeks. Uh, but as they stand right now. I think they did a good job, especially on the defensive end. Um, but forwards, I think, you know, they, they might need to pick up some forwards in free agency. Another guy I do like is the guy that they took from uh, Nashville. Um, Callie Jarn. I, I always butcher his last name. Jarn Grok, I believe is how you pronounce yep. his last name. Yeah. Uh, I think that's I think right. Yeah. Good pick. He's a good pick. Um, and he will forever be linked to Marshawn Lynch. Uh, for the way for the way Marshawn uh, announced his uh, his pick, which was great, uh, but yeah, I think he, he's a guy that that could surprise a lot of people. So, yeah, I mean, for me, if we're grading it, if we're giving them a grade, A, B, C, D, fail. Like, what what would you give this roster overall? Uh, B minus, probably. You know, solid, yeah. but not spectacular. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you there. I'd say like C plus B minus range. So. Um, all right, so we're gonna hear from Rock Auto and then uh, get to maybe some prediction for these guys. So, uh, episodes brought to you by Rock Auto and rockauto.com. With the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. So, why endure often, often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait? while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brands their warehouse happens to carry. You have a computer with access to rockauto.com at your home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. It's a family-run business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. So go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto part needs go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the how did you hear about us section so they know that we sent you to them amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com have you ever seen an nhl player get off a team bus and think to yourself gosh i wish i could dress that nice well with indochino you can Indochino makes fully customized suits that don't require a trip to the tailor to get that perfect fit. Recently, I was shopping for a new dress shirt for my upcoming wedding, and when I decided to go with the Hyde Herringbone shirt, I was blown away at all the customization options I had. I could change the type of collar, cuffs, 
and even decide whether or not I wanted a chest pocket, all while being incredibly affordable, especially given the quality of the product I was getting. New colors, fabrics, and outerwear styles are added regularly too, so it's easy to create your next look. Level up your game with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code NHL to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com with code NHL. All right, so we kind of threw it around there a little bit in the last segment, but uh, we kind of rated the roster. Uh, Can this team, like we said, they are going, at least in the first season, they're going to be linked to Vegas, fairly or unfairly, mm-hmm. um, and and what Vegas did in their first year of existence. If Vegas didn't do that, if Vegas maybe at least just made the playoffs or, or you know ha- had a decent season, wasn't scraping the bottom of the barrel. If if Vegas did anything but that, which they clearly did. I don't think we would be doing this comparison thing with Seattle and Vegas, but because Vegas had such an incredible first season, Seattle is going to be expected to at least compete to that level. Can they do it? Is this roster good enough? Although, like we said, you know, they still have draft picks and which, you know, the draft picks probably won't be there this year, but uh, free agents maybe come in their way. Is it possible to replicate what Vegas did, or is that just you know too difficult? It's a long shot. I'll I'll say that. I mean, to me, you you finish five hundred or better, you make the playoffs. That's a darn successful first season for this team. And and you know the benefit of being stronger on defense and building that way is you know you're going to be in every game. You'll be competitive. Uh, you're going to win and lose a lot of two, one and three, two kind of games. And, uh, you know, that's okay. That's, that's how a lot of teams start. And, you know, they, they ended up selecting a coach who worked with younger players, who develops younger players. Uh, so I, I get the feeling that they are not going to be as, uh, you know, they're not going to put their foot on the gas quite as much as Vegas did trying to win everything right away. I, I think they're looking more at like a two or three year plan to ultimately become the team they want to become. They'll be competitive in year one, uh, you know, but I don't think they're going to come anywhere near what Vegas did in year one. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, a tall task. Definitely. For sure. If you look at the division that they're in, okay, you're, you're playing against Anaheim, you know, rebuilding, uh calgary okay edmonton you know they're you never know what you're going to get with edmonton but they you know they they are you know they have you know the greatest player on the planet so they're a a formidable opponent uh los angeles who is i think on the rise uh san jose uh i don't know what they're doing yeah uh (laughs) vancouver Mm -hmm. and vegas so, I mean, who, who's Vegas is the clear cut, I think, you know, uh, favorite in that division. Um, right. And then you have Calgary's up there, Edmonton. Would you say Vancouver? Uh, Vancouver will be competitive. They'll I be think. competitive. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's not the strongest division. No. Right. 
So, yeah. I mean, not, they, not the deepest, not the strongest. Yeah, I mean, they can compete. I'm not saying they win the division by right. any stretch of the imagination, but they can compete. They could be in the middle of that pack fighting for, you know, one of the wild card spots, let's say. Uh, yeah, I, I think they can they can compete with those teams. Exactly. Based on the initial draft. And, and again, trades, we still don't know how many draft picks they're going to get, free agents. I mean, they even si- uh, selected in this expansion draft, some players who are going to be unrestricted free agents. So right. they may not even be able to sign them That's very and true. they may get, you know, they may get the old, uh, you know, compensatory draft pick you yeah. know, for, uh, <laughs> for right. losing a guy. So, you know, uh, it, it's an interesting combination of long-term and short-term planning for this team. And, and it'll be a, an interesting and, and competitive first season as far as I can see. I just brought up uh, their, their cap friendly uh, website, which is a fantastic website. They already got their yes. roster slotted in there and projected cap space right now, just shy of $29 million in cap space. So oh. they can do damage in, in free agency. And, and, you know, they weren't going to load up and just the expansion draft and be right up to that number because they need uh, room to, to sign some guys. Like you're saying, trade some guys. And, and you know, they, they're still uh, in, in the mode of, of, of building this team. And when you got $29 million in cap space to do it, uh, they're not done. They're not done. So, yeah, I think... Oh. Um, I think, uh, like you said, like they'll be competitive in that division. And will they be fighting for a playoff spot? Yeah, it might, they might be one of those teams that are, are fighting for one of those uh, last couple of playoff spots. And I think, you know, from a, a fan standpoint in Seattle, I think that's all they really want. They, you know, you and I, I mean, you were, how old were you when teams like in baseball, remember when the Marlins and the Rockies were? Oh, yeah. Uh, they were awful. <laughs> They were terrible, <laughs> and, and it was just a different time. So I think when you're an expansion team and you're 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 not just at the bottom rung of the league in year one, it it's two thumbs up in my opinion. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I think they'll be there. I think they, like they'll be competitive, um, and they're they're man. Seattle has uh, it's a great sports town. So they you know if if they are playing for a playoff spot. And it's the last game of the season, and it's in Seattle. It's a Seattle win, and partly because of those fans, they they lift those teams up. It's incredible. It's incredible to hear. So they are very good fans, and you know, I mean, the twelfth man in, in Seahawks oh. games is famous around the league. So yes. yeah, I, I anticipate uh, you know a very enthusiastic fan base out in the Pacific Northwest, and I'm looking forward to rivalries with the sharks and with the canucks where you know you yeah. you'll i i know you see that in major league soccer where you know portland vancouver san jose and uh seattle all have this rivalry thing going uh i'd love to see something like that carry over to the nhl as well yeah it's great it's a good time so all right um we kind of have uh, a cracking team still a couple things to be done on their end but uh, you know, the moment that we've been waiting for is come and gone. And now they are officially official part of the NHL and they have players. So good for them. <laughs> um, all right. So where can people find Mr. Gil Martin on the interwebs if they want to follow you? 
Well, uh, Locked On Islanders is uh, the podcast and, you know, on Twitter at Locked On Isles or uh, Ice Wars NYR VS NYI is my uh, personal hockey Twitter handle. And uh, just looking forward to, uh, you know, this the draft and a free agency. And yeah. it's a it's a very intense and truncated off season. So I'm looking forward to all, all of the next few weeks and what's going to happen. But I love it. I, I we should oh, do me this. Too. Oh my god, it's awesome. Who who did you pick in the uh, the Lockdown NHL mock drafts? I was doing uh, picks for the Predators actually because the Islanders don't have a first round pick. Oh, so uh, I th- I thought the only ones that didn't have a first round pick were obviously Arizona and Tampa, but the Islanders don't have one either. No, Palmieri and Zajac. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. That went to da- uh, the Devils. That's right. Correct. Okay. All right. So, all right. Well, they, they do have a, a second rounder, though. Well, yeah, you took our second. You have two second. No, you only have one now because you traded. We have one. We traded one of them. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And you technically sent it. You, you technically switched second round picks with the Avalanche. Right. And, and although, you know what? There may still be a trade with the Eberly selection in the expansion draft. So I don't know wow. the full contingent of picks this we is, have. This Nobody is good. knows. This is good. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for jumping on. I really appreciate it, as always. And uh, definitely listen to Gil's Locked on Islanders. It's a great one. Um, all right, man. Appreciate you coming on. And thank you to everybody for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week. Members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.